Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. The weather today will be a high of minus 8 degrees in Edmonton, minus 5 degrees in Saskatoon, and 5 degrees in Toronto. It's almost as birthday. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. Still got uh, quite a ways to go, kiddo, but thank you. I appreciate your uh, enthusiasm and uh, excitement. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. We're broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Go download that app, Podbean. Search up the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Once you is it like follow or subscribe, Gab? Mm, I think it's a follow. Follow. Yeah. Um, once you follow it, you get notified every morning uh, at 6 a.m. Mountain Time or whichever time zone you're in that we are live. And you come in, you can join. There's a chat here. You can see all these lovely people who are slowly making their way into the room right now. And there's also a call-in button. You can call in and ask any questions that you want about real estate investing for free every morning, free coaching. And speaking of lovely people in the chat, who do we got joining us this morning? I see I see Eric. I see John. Nathan. Glenn's here. Did you know Glenn's here? Don't. Don't do it. Good morning, Scotty. What do you mean don't do it? <laughs> morning, Paul. You think I have a Glenn song? <laughs> We have Alan and Laurie and Courtney, Garrett, all the way from Mexico. Yeah. We have Tyson and Kathleen and Don and Varsh. Hey, Varsh. Hi, Varsh. Good morning. I don't have a Varsh song. No? <laughs> Good morning, Cody and Sean and Nasir and Robin. Chastin. Good morning. We have Josh. Congrats to Chastin. Congrats to Chastin. Chastin uh, joined the REI Master's Mentorship Program. He did. Congrats. So uh, a big whoop whoop and a big um, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <sighs> Looks like Liam's here as well. Did you say Liam? Yeah, he just popped in here. Um, and Garrett in Mexico says, Wayne, you're right about being able to breathe in Mexico. I can actually smell things. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Alberta is way too dry, way too dry. I, yeah, I'm I'm running on I'm one I'm running on one nostril in Alberta, <laughs> and I have I have I feel like it's it's lowering my life expectancy because I'm not getting enough oxygen. Mm, Fun fact: I've got a surgery scheduled. I got a I got a nose job scheduled for the last uh, four years to to deal with this. You guys don't need to know that, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything about me. And uh, to, to clear up this whole like sinus thing, just ever, ever since I moved to Alberta, it's terrible. I'm literally going to drill in my nostril rather than moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a thing. Cody, but, Cody says, did you break your nose as a kid? Yeah, I did. They, well, he doesn't recall, but they said definitely it's broken. That at yeah. one, some point in your life, you broke your nose. Someone didn't like the look on my face, so they punched it. <laughs> Um, 
Oh, goodness Good gracious. morning, Brooker. We have Brooker here. Denis just uh, sne- sneaked in the back. Sneaked? Snuck? 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 Sneaked? <laughs> snacked? He snacked his way in. Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> Same with El Ray. Yeah, good morning, El Ray. <clears throat> awesome. Okay, so uh, special guest today. Randall Weiss is going to be on the show. Um, we got a really cool deal in Edmonton we're going to review. And um, we're going to talk about the... Um, upcoming networking upcoming event. networking meet and greet that we got on is that tuesday yes it's coming up fast yeah next tuesday um other upcoming events uh barry mcguire is putting on two focus workshops in canada first one is march 18th uh that's a wholesaling workshop in calgary and april 1st in toronto uh, the agreement for sale were a uh, focus workshop. So if you're interested in either of those, just go to barrymcguire.ca to register for that. If you want a discount, just hit me up, send me an email info at reimorningshow.com or slide into my dams. As long as it's, as long as it's just a, just a quick little, just for the code, just for the code. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, what else we got going on in the comments here? Glenn's going to see a property today in a couple hours. <clears throat> is he? Taking some action. That's amazing. Where, where's his comment? I don't see it. Oh, there it is right there. Perfect. That's amazing. Yeah. And, um, guys, if you guys have any questions at all about real estate investing, make sure to put them in the comments there. We'll, we'll make note of them. Um, our guest Randall's going to be coming in here shortly. And then, uh, if it applies to our guest, then we will. Um, we'll, we'll answer those questions while he's on. If not, we can always just save it, but, um, without further delay, let's get Randall in here. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you all doing? <laughs> Fantastic. How are you? Very good. Very good. Thanks. Are you rested and rejuvenated? This is my first time on since you guys got back from Mexico, so... With all was. the fresh air that Wayne was breathing <laughs> down there, I guess he's 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 ready to go now in 2023. <laughs> you know what? Ontario is different, man. It's like you got all those lakes there. It's uh, it's 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 a different. Uh, it's a more moist and humid air. You moved to Alberta. It is dry, so dry. And uh, I noticed it when I moved here, and just been dealing with it ever since. But uh, you go to Mexico, and it's like. You ever see those commercials with like, you know, where the, the person takes a prescription and suddenly like the sun gets brighter and they're dancing on the lawn? I just That's picture I... I just picture you, Wayne, walking around with one of those nose breathe strips on. You know those yeah. breathe right strips on? That, yeah. That's what I picture when you say that. I thought a lot about it, but anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh the holidays were great. Holidays were great and uh we're rejuvenated. How about yours? How was your holidays? How was your new year? Yeah, no, really good, really good. Uh, working on a lot of things. It was a busy, busy time for us over the holidays, and I think uh, you've you've started to see the effects of our hard work. There's been a few deals in Calgary that have come out. Um, yeah, deal in Edmonton yesterday. We're working on another deal in Edmonton. So it's it's all those deals of the week that everybody was asking for. They all came at once. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah. 
<laughs> and and that's obviously the way that it goes with this industry and this business. Like, yes, yeah. it's, it's there's there's no there's no pattern. It's just like when an opportunity presents itself, it's there. And I and we always say, you know, to our listeners that when I well, when an opportunity does arrive, you know, make sure you jump on it because it will come and it will go very quickly. And there's no time to hum and haw about it and like, oh, I'll get the next one. They 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 go about good ones. They go very quickly. So you got to be able to jump on them and take action real quick. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, next week we're coming in town out there. So it'll be nice to see uh, some people from your program. The event sold out really fast. Uh, who knew people like free appies and uh, free drink? <laughs> and who knew how much people like that? We actually had some people yesterday emailing um, Lisa on the DCI team. She's our project coordinator, and they were asking her, is there any way I can get into this? I know it's full. Is there any way you can squeeze me in? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the community The community in Edmonton, which is obviously where we are, um, is phenomenal. It's like, and I, I remember I, I emailed Lisa, and I said, I'm going to put this out, but it's going to sell out fast. So we, uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we let our morning show listeners know first. We're like, hey, guys, we're releasing it right now go and sign up before the end of the show because I guarantee by 9 a.m. it's going to be sold out. And sure enough, it was. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and thanks for doing that. She, I think she literally walked over to my office about um, that one hour after she talked to you and was like, well, it's sold out. We don't, because we were working on a plan to maybe <laughs> promote it on social media and try, try and get a few more people make sure that it's full. And yeah. uh, she, she walked into my office and it's like, well, it's full already. It's full. We filled it. <laughs> they filled it. Carry on <laughs> with like, your day. No planning like, required. All right. On we're to the next. Saving, we're just saving you guys time so you can focus, start focusing on the next deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's no, great. Honestly, it's great. It's going to so. be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, uh, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, maybe you weren't there that that day for that show. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got a networking event, a meet and greet with DCI Properties next Tuesday, uh, January 24th. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, and networking events, I, I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them. And um, anything they can expect or just, just a straight up meet and greet, networking, fun time with... Is there a taco bar? Yeah. It's on Tuesday, so and I know oh. from talking to you before your affinity for Taco Tuesday. So <laughs> we had to do a taco bar because it's on Tuesday night. That's when the event is. Nice. And really, yeah. No, no formal agenda. Uh, Ryan will be there, um, owner and founder of DCI. I'll be there. Uh, just want to answer people's questions, give them a platform to approach us, talk to us, ask us questions network amongst themselves, get to know people, get some feedback if there's something that's not working well and they'd like to give us some feedback, uh, be all ears, so to speak. So yeah, no, no agenda. I think that's almost the best type of event sometimes in a situation like this. We don't, there's no DCI propaganda, big presentation and timeshare sales at the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, uh, just, uh, a wholesome, old-fashioned pre-covid meet and greet face to face nice nice um you know a lot of these meetups uh quote-unquote masterminds whatever um i i find that 
there's not enough time for networking. And that's one of the biggest complaints that we hear is that people say that like, you know, it's great, but like at the end of the, you know, they, they do their little gimmick or whatever, and they do their little presentation and stuff and they got their speakers and they call it a networking event. But then like, they're like, okay, guys go network. And then you five minutes into a conversation, they're pushing you out the door and they're cleaning up all the chairs. And it's, it's like, there's no time to really connect with anyone. And that's, in my opinion, the true value of going to these events is just going, meeting people, having conversations. And the fact that, you know, DCI is going to be in Edmonton is fantastic because you guys are, you know, in Ontario. So you get the opportunity to go and connect with Randall and with Ryan and ask them questions about like, you know, you know, the buying process of, you know, uh, buying with DCI properties and, and other stuff. And what's the market like? And what are you guys seeing? And um, it's that's that's the most valuable, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I, we're really looking forward to it. And in just that we do want to give people the time to uh, ask their questions, have a one on one conversation talk amongst themselves and yeah we don't uh we we thought about it and we what did we want to do and we just took a step back and was like it, this is really for <laughs> the listeners so to speak this is for the investors this isn't for us so let's give them the platform where they can talk they can give feedback they can talk amongst themselves amazing um I kind of touched on it two seconds ago, and I, I wanted to dive into deeper into this today. Um, I'm curious what you're seeing in the market right now. Um, you know, Christmas has come and gone. January 1st came. Everybody's back to work. And suddenly you guys got a handful of deals in Alberta. Are you finding things are picking up or is it just the holidays are over? What are you seeing in the market? Yeah, I would describe January as all of the people that needed to sell pre-Christmas, but didn't want to disrupt their routine, didn't want to disrupt their family, wanted to stay in their place for one more year. I think we're really seeing those people that saw the effects of rising interest rates, the rising inflation, new year hits, and they're like, okay, I got to do something with these place. You know, some of these deals that we're working on now is sellers that we've been trying to help out and we've been talking to for a few months now. But the new year kind of struck, uh, you know, reality sets in, okay, you know, I got to do something with this place. You know, I can't afford to fix it up. Um, I need to downsize. I need to get rid of this place and rent. There's all sorts of different situations floating around out there. And I would say from the investor appetite, um, our investors have been pretty um ready to pounce on deals. So I think they've come to terms with the interest rates. They've come to terms with the reality. They know the numbers. There's there's not as much uncertainty as to where the market's going and stuff like that. So they have their confidence back. Sellers are reaching this point where they need to do something. They might have procrastinated on it for a while. So mm -hmm. I think we're actually going to see this influx of deals um, continue through to the spring. I honestly do. I think a lot of people were really trying to hang on as long as they could. And I, I think we're really starting to see the effects of some of the rising interest rates and just, you know, inability for people to make ends meet in their current situation. That I mean, that's, that's what Gabby and I were projecting and expecting for, you know, the last three to six months as well. We just figured eventually people are just going to come to terms with it and, and they can't delay the inevitable anymore. They're going to have to either sell 
or, you know, they're going to start buying properties. Like the investors are going to start buying properties. Your homeowners are going to start, start buying properties because, um, nothing's really going to change anytime soon. So you may as well just, just get used to it essentially. Yeah. Budget for the higher rates. If you're an investor budget for the higher rates, work that into your numbers and have the confidence that people are still buying it there. It's not just sellers. There's people still buying. Um, as I talked about before Christmas, you know, we opened up the real estate brokerage side of things as well. And we have some listings on the market and they're all garnering lots of interest from buyers. Um, I sold a flip right before Christmas and closed the other day. You know, nice. there's, there's buyers out there in the market for sure. And the sellers are definitely, I would say, starting to feel the crunch because, you know, there's, there's two types of seller or sorry, there's two types of mortgages as we all should know on this podcast, fixed and variable. So variable, you've been typically feeling the pain as it's gone up, or you've might've hit your trigger point, which has then made you feel the pain for anybody on a fixed rate. They might not have felt the pain yet, but mm. what we are, but what we are starting to see, um, is as time goes on, those people are slowly getting pecked off because they have to renew. So we had a, we had a seller call us, uh, last week and they had, they said, I, my mortgage is up for renewal at the end of January. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm getting quoted X rate. It's too high. I can't afford that. Well, you know, what are my options? You know, and that's why we opened up the real estate brokerage. So we had more than one option because I don't know if the DCI offer was the best option or best fit for them, but they needed a quick solution. So they wanted to try the market. They might still taking the DCI offer because we might not be able to sell them before the end of Feb. Mm. So we're starting to see some of those people now that hadn't felt the effects, their mortgage is up for renewal and now they need to make a quick decision. That's a, it's a huge jump. If like, if, if you locked in a fixed term rate five years ago and then you're up for renewal right now, like primary residents, you know, personal mm -hmm. homes were like under 2%. And now you're creeping on six or over six. That's like a $800 increase in your mortgage payment for your, for your normal, you know, middle-class family. That's, that's rough. Yeah. And that's somebody with good credit, Wayne, somebody yeah. with, with subpar credit, they might be getting quoted nine or 10% as the only mortgage that they could get. I mean, thank goodness they had that stress test. Uh, so that yeah. <laughs> they qualified everybody based on these high rates. But I find that like people were just sneaking through it anyways. You know what I mean? They qualified, you know, they, they, they can confirm that, you know, your affordability was there. But like, I don't think anyone ever anticipated it, anticipated the fact that the rates could go up this high and they could go. But I mean, at the very least, I mean, I think hopefully it stopped a lot of people over the last five years from from buying houses that were outside of their affordability because yeah the people that were buying houses that you know when they had a mortgage rate of 1.8 percent mm -hmm. um you know i feel really bad for them you know when now they're coming up on six percent i really hope that it was in with their affordability and they didn't just you know slip the mortgage broker off you know a, a benjamin yeah <laughs> yeah no for sure but, for sure um i want to talk to you real quick before you go about this, uh, this new deal in Edmonton that you guys just sent out yesterday. Um, do you want me to go through it? Do you want to go through it? How do you want to go about doing this? No, oh, you, you guys go through. I'm, 
I never want to come on here and try and sell something or sell a deal. It came out, which is nice to give you guys some inventory. I know mm. we've been coming on here and, you know, talking about all the good things we have going. And I think it was, you know, Randall showed me the money, so to speak, right? So <laughs> there's uh, some Calgary deals, Edmonton deal, uh, another Edmonton deal that should be coming out shortly. So it's, I think it's really good timing. And, you know, I'd love the listeners' feedback. I'd love your feedback. You know, most of the details are are in the there. I don't know anything extra secret about the property, but yeah, we can. You can ask questions. You can you could talk away, but I think it's more valuable for the listeners coming from you than it is for me. For sure. Well, I mean, what we can what we can do is just you know we won't take up much more of your time, and and then we can just do it after you leave, and we'll go through it and as we normally do. We'll just kind of yeah, sure. analyze it and kind of see what kind of opportunities are available for it. But guys, if any if any of this is interesting, you you know whether you're in Alberta or Ontario, and you want to learn about these off market deals that DCI provides or has has to offer, um, the emails, sorry, the websites for those to get on the to get on the mailing lists. Do you not have it handy again? I do. I wasn't <laughs> okay. sure if you were going to ask uh, Randall to. Uh, or up. yeah, if you want to. Uh, I got or, it. I got okay, it. I got perfect. it. Perfect. <laughs> Gabby's been super quiet. So I wondered, <laughs> like, here, honey. For Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers. And for Ontario, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. And if they have any questions, uh, Randall, like just go there and email like do they reach out to you do they reach out to adam like how do what's the process if they they want to learn a little bit more and and they weren't able to snag a ticket for next tuesday yeah for sure so they can always email adam and his email is deals d-e-a-l-s at dciproperties.ca so they can he's he's the main point of contact answering questions on any property that we have under contract You'll see him once you join our mailing list. You'll see his name at the bottom of each email that we send out. Mm-hmm. And he's he's honestly more up to date on what's happening with the property, the amount of interest that we have um, on the property, what's going on, if there's any flexibility on anything that you've read on the property. Sometimes, you know, I, I guess that's a point worth mentioning. Sometimes we get interest and maybe some of um, the novice investors may not know this. So sometimes we get interest on a property from some of our seasoned people and they're like, hey, any flexibility on closing, any flexibility on this? You know, those are great questions. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes that's really rigid. Sometimes there is a little bit of flexibility on closing date or some of the other terms on the deal. So you don't know until you ask. Okay, right. so I, w- I would if you think it's an interesting deal and you look at it and you're like, oh, man. So, for instance, this one, I think it says closing date February 10th. If you're looking at that and be like, oh, if it was only the 17th of February, not the 10th, I could make it work. Ask Adam. I don't even know right now. There, it, it may not be. Yeah. I don't know. But that's why you got to ask Adam. Don't ask me. Ask Adam okay. <laughs> if you see a deal. And uh, yeah, I think feel free to go through it. I think we got one or two more coming through what I've heard in the grapevines around the office. So I think it's going to be lots of opportunities um, in Edmonton and Calgary this month, which is nice. How are things looking in Ontario? Lots of deals? Yeah. Yeah. We've, again, similar things in Ontario. A lot of people sitting on the fence before Christmas. We actually... 
Um, you know, it's, I think it's the sad side of our business. I think it's, it brings out a lot of emotions over the holidays and we actually, um, you know, we, we were able to help out a seller where, uh, his wife passed away and he, he called us on Christmas Eve and we actually had somebody available and, you know, just wanted to get out of that property. And, you know, it's, it's, it's sad when you think about it, it he was very thankful and we helped him out of a, a tough situation, but yeah, it was, we were busy through the holidays. We were busy into the new year and yeah, we, from a leads perspective and what I see in the pipeline, it looks very healthy. Amazing. It's amazing. Okay. Well, Randall, thank you so much for, for coming onto the show and, and sharing all that. Looking forward to meeting you in person next Tuesday and uh at the networking event and um yeah once once uh once you go here guys we'll uh we'll get to this this deal that we've been uh, teasing here for the last five minutes i'm sure everybody wants to know the details but again thank you so much randall for coming on and uh yeah see you next tuesday oh that's thank you. oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> thanks randall oh my i can't believe it <laughs> gabby put that into the sound clips <laughs> Wow. Cut that out and put it into the uh, bloopers for this year. Okay. That's, that's, wow. Okay. Thanks, hey. Randall. Great seeing you. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> not planned. I know everybody's thinking, oh, he totally not planned. Um, that is a first. That's the first time in my life that's ever happened. But, uh, <laughs> Okay, so what are we what are we going on in the comments? Just uh, lots of chitter chatter. Was there any like questions? No, everybody was just listening intently. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, uh, Jared, Jared actually said it's funny that I recently made a post uh, that I hadn't seen any DCI deals in months, and then all of a sudden there's five or six. And you just put it out into the world, man, and the yeah. world just speaks to you. It speaks right back to you. Don't make fun of it's what? True. What? That's what I'm saying, man. Just because yeah, I threw okay, man, man at the end of it. Yeah. And you, you got a little like, dude, I'm stoned. Did, did you know, before we get into this deal, I like dragging this out for as long as possible. And people are like, come on, just like give us the, give us the deal. Uh, did you know uh, it, it's, it's Kyle's birthday today? It's going to get a little birthday song here. So quiet. I turned it down because normally it just blasts in people's ears. I gotta adjust the audio on it. Happy birthday, Kyle. Happy, happy birthday. And thank you to someone in the comments who pointed that out. Francis. Francis. Um, yes. Happy birthday to Kyle. Um, what else we got here in the comments? Okay, perfect. Uh, I haven't seen Kyle comment. Oh, there he is. Bam. There he is. You're welcome. He says, thank you. Um, okay. So let's, let's take a peek at this deal that DCI sent out. And this one, uh, heads up guys. I was talking earlier about taking opportunities, like jumping on opportunities when they're, when they present themselves, it's a, it's a relatively fast closing. So this one's February 10th for closing, which is three weeks away. So you gotta, you gotta jump on this very quickly. Um, do your diligence like today and get this off to your lawyer. I mean, um, some lawyers can get it done in record time, but for the most part, lawyers need at least two weeks, at least um, to prepare documents and, you know, do all the 
their stuff. So um, make sure that if this is something you're interested in, um, that you hop on it right away. Um, we got a great burr slash flip opportunity with a granny suite in which neighborhood? <laughs> I haven't heard the term granny suite in ever. Do people call it that? It's usually mother-in-law suite. Mother-in-law, granny, uh, in-law. In-law in is, the, is the very in common one. In-law suite. But I like granny suite. I was going to say in-law suite, but I'm like, they put granny suite. Let's let's call it a granny suite. I wonder if that's like what it like the Ontario like term for it, you know? Yeah. Granny duplex. <laughs> what? Uh, Ontario. Oh, Ontario. The they call they call it duplex, a, yeah. up down. They call it duplex. And it always confuses me because we always think in, in Alberta, the duplex is side by side. Like um, when I feel like when you say you need to be like the granny suite. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> uh, the neighborhood is Michael's Park of Mill Woods. So Michael's Park is... Hmm, mid, Midwest Mill Woods. Kathleen says North Melbourne. North of Melbourne? North Melbourne. What? I don't know. It's somewhere around like the 70 Street... 30 to 40 Ave in Millwoods. So the good part of Millwoods. Yes. Um, it is a bungalow on 39 Avenue. Purchase price $325,000. Closing on February 10th. Um, three bedrooms plus one. Uh, and then uh, one and a half bathrooms plus one. So there's a bedroom and a bathroom downstairs. Um, above ground square feet, 1238 That's a lot mm. for a bungalow. Yeah. Um, a lot of those bungalows are anywhere from 1,050 to 1,150, like 1,150. So this is a pretty, this is a pretty big uh, square footage. Um, built in 1974, gas furnace is 22 years old, works good. Water heater is 10 years old, works good. Um, two 100 amp electrical uh, with a new sub panel. Uh, plumbing is copper. Um, it's got brick and vinyl exterior, but in really good shape. Um, I mean, what do we got for windows here? Windows are original, so some need replacing, um, depending on how this all plays out. I mean, what you're planning on doing with it. Um, Gabby's coming over here to take a peek. She's walking the other side of the table. Um, if once, once that, uh, baby blue wood trim is gone from the, uh, from the windows there, um, the, the siding is nice. The brick is nice. Probably just to paint the brick, I'd say, for a yeah. little um, update on the curb appeal. Um, what else we got here? So suggested renos, junk removal, fresh paint, kitchen and bathroom updates, some windows, and basement updates. I'm going to read the description here for you. This 3 plus 1 bed and 1.5 plus 1 bath sits in the Michaels Park area of Mill Woods in Edmonton. Close to green spaces, off-leash dog parks. There's a really good off-leash dog park there. Uh, Jackie Parker. Yeah, I just realized that it's, so it's on the uh, west side of the golf course and the east side of Tweddle, where our flip is, and we have a rental in Tweddle as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, lots of schools, major amenities. The basement features a granny suite. You want to make fun of it? Granny. <laughs> with a full <laughs> kitchen, no fridge, a bed, and a bath, along with a large living area. 
considering the fact that this house is 1238 square feet upstairs, that's a good size basement. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of them, they're, they're kind of tiny, especially the thousand square feet um, yeah, houses that be, have a basement suite. Yeah, should definitely be able to get another bedroom in there. Yeah. Um, or at the very least, of lots of living space. Mm-hmm. So this could be converted into a legal unit by adding a furnace. The upstairs um, has great bones and is in need of some modernizing. The kitchen and bathrooms will need some updating. However, all kitchen appliances are less than one year old. There's yes. big savings there. Mm-hmm. Talking a lot about overspending on appliances these days, trying to match brands. <laughs> They're already there. That's nice. great. Uh, to win on this property, do some minor updates, make the basement a legal unit and rent both levels for cash flow. Uh, or do full renovations and flip the project for a quick return. If interested in the property, please email Adam to arrange a viewing. Perfect. Uh, limited comparable properties right now. Um, however, um, always opportunity in Mill Woods for those types of properties. Historically, in the last seven years, uh, Mill Woods has always been the best place to be adding secondary suites. Mm-hmm. Um now you'll have to do your own diligence to see what the market is for um, houses with secondary suites right now. Um, it's been a little while since we've looked at it, um, and sometimes you're kind of limited on comparables. But having a good investor-focused um, realtor who knows the market for Mill Woods on houses with legal secondary suites, um, they'll be able to tell you what the going rate is right now. Um, but definitely an opportunity here if. Um, uh, if you're interested, and then at a decent enough price that you should be able to uh, flip the property as well, or do a burr, just a straight up. I wonder, yeah, I'd be interested to see what the after repair value is for just um, keeping it as a single family house with a granny suite. Yeah. Um, and there might be an opportunity to burr at that way too. So definitely some options. If you guys are interested in that, uh, email adam at dciproperties.ca. Um, Okay, back to the show. Am I missing anything in the comments? Uh, uh, Johnny just is pointing out that for legalizing, um, do your research. There's more than just another furnace required. Is he telling me to do my research? No, the you people. Pick, Johnny picking fights the, the two people. days in a row? No, he's telling the people. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yes. Um, if you're interested in adding a secondary suite. Just reach out to Johnny. Just reach out to Johnny. <laughs> um, uh, just go Google Johnny5. Um, let's, 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 let's find his website. Uh, custom <laughs> mill work. Uh, yeah, just Google Johnny5 custom mill work. I mean, he does really great stairs and railings. And he gives lots of uh, free calls out to people who want information on that. Yeah, just just source out his email there and just flood his email <laughs> with questions about secondary suites. <laughs> just We're joking. Leave him alone. He's busy. Or, or he's very busy because he's in the middle of adding a secondary suite right now. So, you know, go go give Johnny Five a follow. Um, Johnny's not af- afraid to throw his face in front of a camera um, and provide updates. And he does really, really cool um, railings and stairs as well. So his content's dope. So give him a follow. Wow, Johnny. I don't. I don't use that term Wayne, very Wayne loosely. Your content, dope. <laughs> yeah, consistent dope. Like reefer. 
That was my band name in high school. Consistent dope. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, obviously, if you want to learn about uh, well for Edmonton, you just just Google Edmonton secondary suites, and you know it'll pull up the city of Edmonton's uh, requirements um, for legalizing or you know add or developing it into a legal basement. Same thing for any city. Like just Google the city that you're looking at and um, type in the city, and then secondary suites or secondary suite requirements anywhere in Canada, and it will uh, it will definitely give you the requirements for that particular city but it's different in every city um it's not just provincial it's like calgary is significantly different than edmonton and i'm sure that you know ontario and 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 saskatchewan and bc and newfoundland and please don't make me say every province <laughs> someone's gonna be like what about manitoba <laughs> well even down. like edmonton to leduc where they're basically attached it's very different leduc is completely different yeah, yeah. i think you i think you leduc, still need to put like an ad in the newspaper <laughs> yeah I think you have to put an ad in the newspaper. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> I do we declare. are proposing. You know, we do. We we are proposing to put a secondary suite in our house in Corinthia Park. We, there will be a town meeting on Friday for anyone to make their complaints. Ch Justin says, "Do people even live in Manitoba?" I, Varsh says, reach out to me if you need more info on secondary suites in Edmonton. I can Varsh share my two cents. Just what finished. a great dude. What a solid Johnny, dude Varsh is. You, you should take some notes here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Varsh just finished uh, a secondary suite recently, too. And I haven't, I, well, we're, this morning we we're like, Varsh, Varsh. We don't see him very often anymore. He doesn't come out to events. He barely shows up to the show anymore. We want to know what's going on. What's going on with your with your deal? Are you working on another deal? How's the tenants? How's the family? How's the kid? I'm yeah, Varsh. Sorry. I'm just genuinely curious. Um, Johnny. Johnny's sticking up for him. He's got uh, a baby. <laughs> uh Oh, Garrett, you hit me with the good questions today. Okay, so we got a couple questions here. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna copy these, and we got questions from yesterday as well, which I'll, I'll I'm, and I, yeah, I'll do my best and just ripping through these as quickly as possible. Um, Amanda asks, is anyone having success finding properties that will cash flow after refinancing for a burr? Uh, let us know in the comments or, uh, you know, whereabouts in the country you are, which city you're in, and are you having any success with that? Um, every city is going to be different. Opportunities are going to be different in every city. Um, you know, price points. And then there's so many factors to that are going to... Property gonna, management. Are you getting property management? Yeah. There's so many factors that, that determine whether a, ca a property will cash flow after refinancing for a burr. You know, what type of property, what city... Um, what's the after repaired value? Because normally you want to get a nice high after repair value so that you can get, um, when you get 80% of your mortgage back, you're going to get all your money, right? You get all your money, but then your, your mortgage is higher and your mortgage is higher and the rent isn't high enough in order to cover the expenses for the higher mortgage. So, I mean, it's quite difficult to get all of it quite difficult to get an amazing deal to keep the renovations down to get the highest after repaired value to get your money out and then afterwards have high enough rent in that market 
to cover all of those increased expenses and a decent tenant profile in a good area. I mean, um, if they were a unicorn property, it would look, that's, that's what it would be. So, you know, a lot of people in, in a lot of provinces, they, 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 they boast about perfect burrs all the time, got all my money out. What they don't talk about is the fact that those properties are negative cash flow, which is fine. As long as you're being responsible and you've got a good plan, you've got a good reserve, right? And you've got a good exit strategy because it's, it's not sustainable. You know, yes, you bought a property, you, you did a little maneuver and you got all your money out and you're recycling your funds. And based on that strategy, there's opportunities for you to do this 10 times this year. That's great. But if each of those properties is $300 in negative cash flow, that means that you are floating $3,000 a month going forward. How long can you hold on to that? What happens when the appliances start breaking? What happens when a furnace needs to be replaced? Do you have all the, do you have a decent reserve? And what happens when the reserve runs out because you're not replenishing it every month, right? What happens when the rents decrease? What happens when interest rates jump up 3% in one year? You know what I mean? So it's, it's something to consider. And a lot of people, I mean, obviously that's a big reason why a lot of people are, are, um, are sweating right now in some provinces where they, you know, they did these types of strategies. Um, things were great and then things were not great anymore. And, you know, their negative cat, their, their portfolio is, is not performing well because it's, it's not, it's not strong enough to endure storms like this because storms do come and go, right? Rents go down, vacancies, you know, the demand for rentals goes um, down as well. And, you want to make sure that you have a good business that's 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 safe and secure and low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you obviously we want to we want to take advantage of cool strategies like this. Um, anywho, is anyone having success finding properties that will cash flow after refinancing for a burr? Matt and Bradley um, have some cash flow on townhouse burrs in yep. Edmonton. A little, like, teeny tiny little bit of money left in the deals. Not perfect burrs. Um, but, yeah. I talked about that strategy for over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but otherwise, I mean, looking at Calgary, that's where Amanda is. I haven't seen much. I mean, just, I, I can just do the math really quickly in my head, you know, if your after repaired value is five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars, that's and it's, your mortgage is eighty percent of that, plus your property taxes, insurance, and all the other things you need to add in, the, the rent has to be pretty high to cover those expenses, and um, it's just not really there. So it's a really great strategy to take advantage of. But at the same time, got to make sure it's sustainable long term, because you know, burrs are all about keeping the property and continuing to rent it. So is it better to flip the property instead? And because it it better work as a rental property in your portfolio, right? Um, But anyways, I'm curious to see in the comments if anybody else is having any luck with that. Uh, What is a civil enforcement sale 50% ownership? Garrett. Um, I'm going to give the simple answer. Uh, it's, it's when someone is forced to sell the property, um, to civil enforcement. Um, we just talked about this recently, but there's, there's multiple scenarios where it can be forced. Um, now 
it's quite rare where they're going to be forced to sell half the property. You'll see them sometimes where like you'll see a property on the market and it's like $50,000 or $100,000 and you know the house is worth 400 and you're like, oh wow, what a really cool deal. And it says you will be getting 50% of the property. It's because um, a surviving spouse or not surviving spouse, but um, say it's like a divorce and you know someone's on title and the other person um, is behind on taxes. You know, they can force the sale of the property or they can force the sale of, of, of part of the ownership. In those scenarios, you only get 50% of the ownership and you get it, you get it at a very reduced um, price. So let's say the house is worth $400,000. They might sell half the ownership for $100,000. Um, now you get all the benefits of the upside of the profit from that point on. So it's like a joint venture. Um we saw one recently and we reviewed it in the master's mentorship group and it was tenanted. Um, you are not allowed to go and look at the property. You basically buy into it and it's like, you kind of wait and see a little risky, you know? It, yeah. <laughs> uh, there is some opportunities there, but you know, it's, it's very complicated. And I'd say 10 out of 10 don't recommend. <laughs> I'm saying with everything, there's always an opportunity. Gap. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you just need to understand how to, how to find it. And, uh, yeah. Um, so I, I want to, I want to pick my joint venture partner. I don't want to have to do a drive by of the property and decide if I want to put an offer in with knowing nothing about it. Uh, agreed. <laughs> um, very much agreed, but yeah, there's, there's a bunch of different, uh, things that can force that. Um, I saw one that was like very unofficially written and it looked like it looked like they were literally the owner was advertising it for a joint venture opportunity. I saw it in Calgary months ago and I saw I thought, man, that is incredibly risky, but there must have been something more to it. But um, rather than for in this, it's complicated because, you know, the 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 city of whatever who's behind you know the, the that wants their property taxes or you know the person who's in debt and they're going after the property because the person owns half of the property it's i think it's difficult to foreclose on that house when there's a 50% owner on it cuz i mean who's in first position you know what i mean mm -hmm. the owner or the debtor you know what I mean? So I think that they try and sell off half of it rather than going through the process of like forcing someone out of their home. Foreclosures are very complicated. And, uh, you know, like, and it's not just like husband and wives. Like I could buy a property with, um, with Jared, right, as co-owners. And if there's no mortgage on the property and there's a debt, like how do they go about splitting that up? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm complicated but i'd steer clear as, as gabby said hmm. what else we got in the comments gabby um garrett said yeah this one didn't seem like it was a reduced price so he was confused okay 
Uh, Chastin asked, is there a good way to approach owners with houses listed on the MLS to discuss an agreement for sale? Uh, no. <laughs> Garrett told him to, uh, now that he's in the mentorship program, to review last week's call because you guys went over uh, that topic in extent. Yes, literally last Thursday. So if you look up the coaching session, the recording for January 12th, we went into detail on that. Uh, sorry for the for the for the blunt answer. It's hard. It's really hard. Here's why. Uh, most sellers don't understand agreement for sale seller financing. So like if you were able to get in front of a seller to have a conversation and find out, you know, um, that a, an agreement for sale purchase would make the most sense for them based on their situation. It's still hard even at that. But try doing that, but telling your realtor who doesn't really quite understand it, like you do, to tell the seller's realtor who definitely doesn't understand it, to tell the seller that you're proposing that they carry a mortgage for the next five years. And you're not going to give them all their money. <laughs> it, it's it's difficult. And I tried. Like I years back when I was first getting started in agreements for sale, I literally went on MLS and I looked up the, the, the selling realtor and I emailed all of them and copy pasted. Like, hey, I'm looking to buy properties. This is, And I never got an answer. And for the people that did answer me, you know, they hop on a call. They just told me it sounds like a scam. And, um, and it's, yeah, it's, I think that there's better ways to approach it. And if you listen to last week's coaching session, I went into extreme detail on exactly how I found agreement for sales, uh, agreements for sale uh, deals. And uh, it's, it's, is it good? <laughs> yes. I was about to say it's great. But like, you know, can you speak for it? So it's not me saying. Yes. I mean, I missed half of it. Oh, for, so you don't, <laughs> so she won't vouch for it's, it. It started out great. <laughs> she can't vouch for how it went afterwards. Oh, thanks, Gab, for the support. Laurie says it was a great co coaching call. Well, you, so it was supposed to be an hour call, which was actually turned into two hours. And um, I had to split at the hour mark to put our child to bed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanks. The hole is already but, is but, already dug. But Laurie says it was great. Okay. In caps. Yeah, it'll it'll explain a lot more, I promise. Um and it, it's a pretty easy um strategy as well. It's a pretty easy model to follow. I even said I, I walked through exactly what to say, when to say it. Um and I had a lot of success with it. So and you will too. Okay. Is Spinat here today? I haven't seen Space Matt in a long time. Okay, so I know. And I I so I I messaged him over the holidays. I'm like, "Are you alive?" No answer. I checked back again, beginning of January. "Hey. Where are you at?" No answer. So I'm assuming that we've lost signal at the International Space Station. Interesting. But I sh I haven't heard anything. He's been gone before the holidays. 
He just sends me a text. Oh. 10 minutes ago. Oh. Waving both hands frantically. I'm over here, silly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. And I said, are you here? No answer. Not even red. So I don't know. Someone's got his phone. And and maybe they're just like covering Checking their tracks. They're covering their tracks, yeah. Anyways, if you guys see Space Matt, let me know. Space Matt, like he, he comes in every morning. He 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 took over the internet for a little while there with his yeah. with his um you know his antics his antic well his <laughs> his real estate investing tips he would write them with a on his on his glass coffee table like he was he was taking he was he was killing it and then just gone yeah Chastin says I miss Space Matt's social media posts like he's non-existent he came and he's and he went anyways we were very concerned. But now I'm just confused. <laughs> we need answers. I think he's just playing games with us. He's coming for like a big return. Is he going to do like a David Bowie thing where he's going to change his persona? Where he was Space Matt, but now he's going to come back as like Disco Matt? <laughs> That'd be fun. He's coming back, he's coming, <laughs> coming back with a new hot album. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Back to questions. This is such a shit show. <laughs> um, okay. What else do we have here? We had... Um, how can I reach more wholesalers in Calgary if looking for a burr? Uh, email DCI Properties. Uh, email Jared Como. Email Matt Legere. And uh, feel free to also go into the Real Estate Investing Masters free Facebook group and say, look at wholesalers in Calgary. Furthermore, I'm not releasing it yet. Oh, I was just, I was, I was writing you a note. Asking. Not releasing it yet. Um, uh, but Val, uh, February 4th. Pay attention today to the free Facebook group. Um, do we do it today in the Facebook group or do we do it tomorrow morning on the show? Gab, flip a coin. Facebook group. Okay, so today in the Facebook group, we will be uh, releasing the details um, and opening registration for the Calgary Real Estate Investing Masters networking event on February 4th. So there will be an opportunity to meet wholesalers in Calgary and network. And that's a great place to, to also shake hands and say, Hey, looking for wholesalers. So there's a, there's a great event coming up in Calgary on February 4th. Um, these events are going to be held the first Saturday of every month in Calgary. So stay tuned for that this afternoon. Um, okay. Uh, Matt is in the comments here right now. And he says, I got a deal for you. Matt literally has a burr available right now in Calgary. So reach out to Matt Legere. I think he just locked it up like yesterday, didn't he? It's hard I, to it's I hard to know. keep up with him. He just keeps locking up deals left, right, and center. Um, and Val is here. Perfect. Okay. Connect with uh, Matt Legere. Um, and uh, and there you go. Wow, isn't that great? Yeah. He asked the question yesterday. 
He got an answer today, but he's here. He got the answer he needed and connected him with someone. And, you know, now he's got an opportunity to go look at a burr. Boom. Shakalaka. Perfect. Okay. Um, Oh, there were some questions about social media platforms and building your brand stuff. I think we said we're going to talk about that, but um, we didn't. We don't. We don't. Uh, But that's something we can talk about tomorrow um, about how to go about building. uh, Nat had a question about just choosing one social media platform and then moving on to an extra building them all at once. Mm. Uh, It depends. I'd say it depends on you. Where your audience is. And how uh, motivated you are. I think anybody can figure it out today if they have the time and the energy. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to work and you can't, you know, you can't really, it's the type of job where you can't really figure it out. You got it, you're working, working. And then you come home and you got to pick up the kids and make dinner and then do homework and stuff like that. I would say it's, it would be hard to build a really solid um, presence on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and, and Twitter tonight. But, you know, for those of you that have all day, I think you can totally get it done within a few hours if you really dedicate yourself. But we can talk about that tomorrow. Um, as well, uh, is there enough time for a story? Yeah, because I don't know. Uh, fun fact. Um, furnace filters. We're going to end the show with this furnace filters. Uh, we, um, so we didn't talk about this, but our, uh, fix and flip in Mill Woods, for those of you guys that were there at, uh, um, the last meetup in Edmonton, um, it's all done. Now I think staging is still just, I, I think there's, uh, I think there's a little bit of staging left today. But we got word this morning that uh, renovations are all done. Um, Gabby and I are going to be heading in there today um, to go and check on that. Um, but it's all done. Uh, we um, we ran into a, a unique issue uh, this winter um, or like last month. And Gabby got the utility bills and we're all, all of them are under one account. And utility bills just seem really high. Mm-hmm. And so she does a little digging and investigation, investigating. And she notices that the heating bill for that property was insane, like seven hundred bucks for a month. I, I like I, I honestly, or the bill I was seven hundred. Yeah, I I can't remember the exact, but like when I was comparing, like um, it's natural gas, right? I always confuse the utility bills, the different things. When I was comparing it to the other properties, I was like, this doesn't make sense. It was out using- world what it's using yeah it was like space mat out of this world yeah which by the way he just texted me again yeah. <laughs> okay i'll fill you guys in on that side so like we're trying to figure out like hey yo guys what's going on on site and then um they were saying actually we've been having some trouble trying to keep this place warm and we're like okay well what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> and obviously like the windows needed to be replaced and we had cut the electrician to cut holes in the ceiling for the pot lights. And those are all exposed. They were all exposed because we were still painting. So, you know, having all of that open during that extreme cold snap during December and, and November, I mean, it makes total sense that like there, you know, there's there's cold air. The warm air is 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 leaving those holes and the windows which aren't properly insulated. So yeah, we're gonna lose a lot of heat. But you know, to not be maintaining a, a reasonable temperature 
It's like, whoa, what's going on? And we actually had our furnace furnaces. There's two in there. We had our furnaces review, like, um, inspected before we started renovations yeah, back in like all given the thumbs up. September yeah. or something like that. Because we always just double check, hey, is the furnace good? Um, it's it was relatively new. They're like five years old, but wanted to make sure it was good. And they say, yep, no problems. Turns out, in our stupidity, I, I think it's in hindsight we can say it's stupidity. Um, we had replaced the furnace filter. But during the renovation, we didn't replace it again. And we've never done this before. We've never had this issue before. But through the renovation, the the filter got so caked that the furnace wasn't working properly through those months. And it wasn't able to keep up with it was it, like it was so blocked in the filter that it wasn't able to to keep up with warming the house. And that's why the furnace was basically running full time full time for three months or two months. Yeah. So that's why we had these ridiculously high bills, which, by the way, added like a thousand dollars to our budget. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, yeah. the extra 500 or 600 bucks per month is like adding a thousand bucks to your budget that cuts into your profits. So buy some furnace filters and replace them every couple of weeks when people are doing cuts and drywall sanding and everything else in your projects. We've never had this happen before. It's never been an issue. But, you know, we're still learning. Yeah. It makes total sense. Yeah. But, you know, we just never anticipated it to be that dramatic. Yeah, maybe your heating bill goes up a little bit because, you know, you, your ceiling pot light holes are cut and the windows aren't, you know, but never like this. Mm -hmm. I'm so freaking glad, though, that it wasn't a furnace issue because yeah. that would have been much more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So a little hot tip for you guys. Uh, Chasten says, I recommend upgrading to four inch filters if you can, less changes required and have less restrictions. Absolutely. But don't you need a new furnace to upgrade to a four inch filter? I have no idea, but you can't, you can't just change the, the cavity size. Can you, I, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't, I mean, it makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Just a new filter rack. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. So. Here's the latest update from Matt. He's, he's messing with us. <laughs> um, and then we'll end the show. Uh, Matt says, you know how clouds and Wi-Fi's work? Yeah. Here, yeah. Tell you what, you just carve out a special little place in your heart for me and I'll live there forever. Okay. The mystery continues. <laughs> Have a great day, you guys. Have a <laughs> See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.